0: We're all traveling around Australia and the golden, golden rule is you never buy a property when you are on holiday. True story. We're going to talk about that. Stay tuned.
1: Ah, we've all done it, right? We've been in Queensland or we've been in some other part of the country and thought, I could really see myself moving here. You know what? We're going to buy a holiday house. We've all done it, haven't we? Yeah, You're kicking back, you're in holiday mode and uh, you've got a drink in your hand and you're thinking, how good's this life? How good's this life? And the reality is it is becoming a reality for so many people now. Regional New South Wales and regional parts of our country have exploded, haven't they, Mark? Out of control. Yep, out of control. Um, Actually, just uh, would have been about a week ago now, we were speaking to some lovely agents up in Alice Springs who were just saying that market's out of control. We've got a a, a personal friend who's in real estate in regional New South Wales, out of control. Um, We're speaking with agents all the time right across the country and, uh, you know, people are buying these little hobby farms and holiday houses. Crazy, isn't
0: it? It's against my, it's against what everything that I've always learned. Yeah? What's um, that? Tell us, tell us. You know what? It's always been, I've always preached "Don't by Queensland because you're not going to get your capital growth, you're going to get your rent. It's very attractive. The rent is like the sugar hit and that's really, really attractive. Um and there's not capital growth. Uh, that's really, really been the, the ethos of, of what I've always said to people. It's really changed through COVID, though. COVID's put yeah. COVID's really changed the whole flavor. I want to say g'day to a couple people, John. Uh,
1: it, <laughs> it will end in tears. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what a classic.
0: Possibly. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh g'day to you as well. Uh, no, they are not. They are work-life balance, which is an investment. Yeah, great point. Okay, so uh, more we're going to talk about more of this sort of stuff. And then thanks everyone for your opinions. Love to hear what everyone's thinking about live. Mm. Um, the work-life balance thing is really interesting because I think that whenever whenever one thinks investment, they think of cash in bank dollars made. Um and I think what Chris has brought up is you know one of the things one of the very very valid things it's an investment in yourself in your soul, feeding your soul everyone's false. soul yeah. is different uh and you know it doesn't necessarily mean make a buck a load of money, sure, your money can be put uh better in uh a stock uh, of a Tesla stock or something, but you know I think I think you're right it feed it does feed the soul mm. um. Look, as real estate agents, we're facilitators. We're not. We're not really. We don't. You know. We're not. We're not judging. We just make shit happen. And uh, when people ask us our, opi- our opinions, it's it's one of those things where we can't. We, we don't understand what's going on in your yeah, head. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. And look, I think you know what what we want to ascertain tonight is: is it a good investment? And it doesn't always have to come down to dollars and cents. An investment could be an investment in your mental health. You know, a lot of people, um, and I actually truly believe that a lot of the reasons why people are shifting around our country at the moment is purely because of mental health. Um, because, you know, if it comes down to dollars and cents, we don't yet know if it's a great investment if you're selling up in one of these, um, you know, big out of, out of one of these big suburbs in the eastern suburbs or the northern beaches or wherever it may be and you're going to be buying in Tamworth. We don't yet know, Right. Because the real estate, we're all going through this real estate wave at the moment. Um, but is it really dollars and cents, Mark? You know, a lot of people are saying, you know what, I'm kind of done with this stressful life here of living in the city. Um, I'm going to get out of here, go and live a bit of a quieter life, be on a bit of acreage, let the kids run around, um, you know, and just live a, a more peaceful, serene life. Um, I think that's what it's, a lot of this is about as
0: well. Yeah, and look, I think, maybe, and also this money injection or this purchase doesn't necessarily mean a shift in your whole life. You can, you know, just buy something there and rent it out. But, you know, it doesn't mean if you're on a holiday and you buy something, you, hey, you're moving the whole family there and it's all over in Sydney. Yeah. But I think that, you know, it, a lot of people, look, been an agent for 25, 30 years. Uh, a lot of people have come to me over that time. The biggest struggle that I have with this purchase that people are making is I know, and look, don't get me wrong, I'm always going to spruik Sydney, like you're talking to a Sydney real estate agent. Yeah, that's right. right. We're always, like, like it or not, that's in our DNA. Uh, We are are blindsided by Sydney um, property. Um, But I think at the end of the day, what I've always said to people, and I still think it rings true, COVID or not COVID, is I don't know if COVID is such a short-term event it feels like we're in shit deep, knee deep in COVID. Yeah. And I just don't know if it's going to be something least that's going to be short-lived, you know? like no, no, this, is, is it. this is this is. going to be our life for the next 10, 20, 30 this years? Is this
1: is life. I mean, this is obviously our opinion, right? And We're open to what you guys think, but this is truly life now. I mean... You know, they, they say that it takes, I think it's, uh, you know, three months to create a habit, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, you know, it takes a certain period of time to create a habit. Now, we've all gotten into the habit now of travelling around our country. We've all gotten to the habit now of going to Byron Bay or going up to the Hunter Valley. Everyone's found their groove. Yes, yeah, sure, we're missing international travel, but it's not so bad travelling around Australia. Um, and we certainly know people, friends, like within our own circle, Mark, that are buying properties um, all over New South Wales and, uh, you know, calling them holiday homes. But what's quite interesting, actually, is what Airbnb have just done. So, if we're talking about holiday homes and are they great investments or not, I think a lot of people buy holiday homes not to do long-term rentals. They buy holiday homes and think, well, we can Airbnb it out because then we can still use it when we want. We can have those block out dates and we can Airbnb and get great money. But Airbnb has just put in some um, uh, pretty full-on measures, haven't they? They've put a 180-day um, cap on how you're allowed to rent these properties out. So, what was happening was Byron Bay, let's use Byron Bay as an example... Um, Airbnb. Everyone was buying, you know, Airbnb being their properties in Byron Bay, and all the locals were saying
0: it's ridiculous. 365 days a year,
1: making a fortune, making an absolute fortune. But the locals 100%. that were living in these areas were saying, "We don't want holiday makers living next door to us, 365 days a year." And not
0: only that, it made it our holiday community, and they're like, "This is not the community here. We are a, you know." We're, we're third generation, yeah. second generation, so it actually started pushing out the locals um, and feeding the tourists and feeding the investors that want to be Airbnb. So yeah. the, the beauty of that, a lot of the times we go to different places in the world, different places in our country is for that culture. Yeah, yeah. Is for that. yeah. Now suddenly when it's full of tourists, you lose all of that. Do you know what I mean? It well, not only
1: that, think um, about how people live, guys, when they're on a holiday. You know, when you're when you've got a long term lease on a property six or twelve months, people are moving in and they're calling it their home. It is their home. When people are holiday making in their Airbnb and property, um and coming in and just renting it for two nights, two weeks, whatever it might be, there's drinking, there's partying, there's friends mm-hmm. over, right? Who wants to be living next door to that? Yeah. So I think Airbnb have come along and said that's it. There's a one hundred and eighty day cap on how, much you're, how long you're actually able to rent out a property for.
0: Well, that's been imposed onto Airbnb by the council. That's right.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's Australia-wide. I think this is only quite new information. Yeah. Um, we will find some information on that, actually, and we'll pop a link in here because yeah. um, we've actually got a family friend who's got a beautiful property in Byron Bay. She's had it for years and she's just put in a pool and, of course, Byron Bay is gone. Absolutely nuts with holiday makers. She's put a pool in. She spent an absolute fortune. I think she was making t- something to the tune of about ten grand a week. And all of a sudden, Airbnb have come along and smacked this almost like an embargo on you know how long people are able to rent it out. Council, council. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they. So basically, okay, I apologise. So yeah. ba- So basically, you know, this means, and and you know what? What's really um, well, I don't think it, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing either. But what's actually scary is if someone like that geared themselves. So if she went and bought a second property, yeah. If she went and bought a third property, thinking how good is this rent, how good is this business, how good is this my this is my life now, and suddenly she's peeled back to those 180 days, that completely changes that business model. Absolutely. You know, so if she could have more, yeah uh, debt, Her bum hanging out with debt. And now that business models change, it's bloody scary stuff. Yeah. So where are we going with this? Um, holiday properties, The when you used to have an investment property, you bought it for 365 days a week rent. You didn't really buy it to live in for lifestyle. You just bought this thing to make money. So I, I think that if you're buying a property to make money, I think the – Adage and the sustainability and the old adage of why you would buy in Sydney, I think that still sticks. A major city, you know, Sydney is beautiful, not because of COVID or not COVID. Sydney is beautiful. Fundamentally, it's surrounded by water. It's uh, climatically, out of all the states, it's the best. Not too hot, not too cold, Mm. doesn't flood, this, that. Education, very good. Uh, Medical system, excellent. Um, So when you're investing in in, in this sort of infrastructure and this sort of climate and this sort of place, that's not getting burnt or buried or taken away no matter how many times hit us. That's there. That's fundamental. That's a good place. Um, Something that, that I think everyone is missing about this whole holiday thing that everyone is missing is that when there is unlimited land or unlimited real estate, you're not that special anymore. The thing I like about our planning in Sydney is it's very hard. I can't just go build a unit anywhere.
1: No, that's right.
0: And that makes it so. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about these glasses, right? If I if these are the only glasses in Australia, and they are sought after by everybody, yeah, they're going to, they are you know like a diamond. They're going to be sought after. Suddenly, if I'm making a, a million of these, they're not worth anything. Yeah, so yeah. I think you've got to watch this, guys. When you're looking at property and when you're looking at holiday properties and purchasing out of the area, I think a beautiful thing about Sydney is it can't be replicated easy. Planning controls are tight. People are looking for that and the people are seeking that and that pushes the price up for Sydney property. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And this whole this whole rural property lease, I don't believe that. I think that's it's not that tight with planning. It's not that there's acreages everywhere. There, there. are it, I agree. There's this sexy and sought after yeah. beautiful through COVID, but yeah at Not it, only that, right? I think
1: you know people are overpaying for, for a lot of these properties. So you know everyone all of a sudden went and swooped to Byron Bay. Mm. Um, you know, when we were all sort of you know in in realized that we couldn't travel overseas. You know, all of a sudden, Byron Bay, I was laughing with you about it, Mark, and saying Byron Bay's almost become the new Aspen of New South Wales, right? Everyone's like, I'm going to Byron. Everyone's like, wow, you're going to Byron Bay. You know, it almost became the new Aspen. Um, but those property prices just went through the roof in terms of people going up there and even buying holiday homes. But if you start to look around the outskirts of some of those areas, I think that's where you actually find the true magic. I really do. You know, I think that is where the true magic is found. I mean, I we know someone who's recently bought in Mullambimbi. That's not an area that ever in a million years we would think to go buy in. Um, this particular person picked up a holiday home up there for quite cheap. Um, about six months ago now, um, they paid about eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a three bedroom home and they've rented out, they're not using it as a holiday home anymore. They're renting that property out long term for twelve hundred and fifty dollars a week.
0: And it's worth one point two. That
1: is, and it's now worth one point two million dollars okay. in the last in the last six months. It is absolutely bananas. It's bananas. I'm
0: calling it bullshit. Why? I don't like it.
1: Which part of it? All of it. Okay.
0: Do I, you want to reiterate? <laughs> I still believe the investment ethos. Of buying under your nose, where you can get something fixed straight away because you know the plumbers, you know the fishing because it's only yeah. down the road, where you know the rents. So if you're to spend, okay, say say you know the average home is a million or two hundred in Sydney, right? I think it's one point five. So you're going to buy an investment for five six hundred. Now that's that, Now you, you, that's that's the fortunate few. You're talking maybe five or ten percent of Australians that have an yeah. investment property. It's all one investment property. And if you want to really get it right, if you want to nail that shit and you want to be a professor around it, make sure it's under your nose.
1: Yeah, but hang on. You're talking about investment. Money. We're talking about holiday houses. I'm talking about
0: money.
1: So, you know, it depends. It depends. It's a horses for courses, Mark. Different people for different things. Some people are looking at it from a money perspective, and I understand that. Some people are saying, i want a holiday house we're not going to be traveling for some time now i want to go and buy something that's maybe two or three hours drive out of sydney is that going to be a good investment i disagree i actually say yes it is because investment money wise who only knows right we're too early days into this whole co- new COVID life. but health wise i think it's an awesome investment awesome investment
0: okay so if you're fine by so you got your family home, yep. Paying it off, yep. You're gonna buy investment property, put all and put all your eggs in another basket, a second basket. Don't you want to be sure that this thing is gonna cook? Don't you want to be sure that this thing's gonna be able to rent? I'm gonna be able to fix stuff easily because Uncle Johnny's a plumber; he can go there and fix it if I have to change or real estate because there is shit real estate. Agent, but do, but what
1: are you suggesting then?
0: I'm saying. If you want to make money in property, make money in property. Buy under your nose. Stick to yeah. stick to what you know. I'm saying if you want to have fun and feed your soul, go for it. That's two separate things.
1: So, what are you suggesting then, in terms of holiday homes? Are you saying that investment wise, buy what's under your nose? Yeah. Holiday wise, just go rent something. Just go Airbnb something a few and times a year.
0: You know what? Go to a go and stay and live. In a different country town every year for three weeks yeah rent it stay there enjoy it and do that for 20 20 years and see all of australia feed your soul i get feeding your soul do a whole bunch of long weekends as well yeah feed your soul but don't get that money thing that money making thing mixed up with that soul fulfilling yeah thing. it's yeah, two that's different a good point. things that's a good point it's two different things and i, I, and I don't think you've got like you're talking people that are buying a second property, um, in for example, I don't think you can stuff it up. I think you've got there's you know, one, it's only five percent of Australians if that. You know, you gotta get this, you've gotta get it right. You've got to go with the sure winner. You can't yeah. you gotta back you gotta back that horse. You're gonna have a, you ain't gonna have any money left for the third for the next purchase or the one after that if you don't get that one right. I think it's really careful. Yeah, and
1: I think the other thing is, you know, guys, try before you buy as well, and I'm sure people are willing feeling enough to go do that. But, again, like if we just go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you know, you're sitting in an awesome place, let's call it Noosa, and you're like, how good is this? Like, look how cheap these properties are up here in Noosa. You know, I can be living on the beach, um, you know, $800,000, I've got this great property la 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 la. next minute you've gone and bought something i say you've got to try before you buy um find out first of all whether or not these areas are flood prone i think that's a big thing find out whether or not you can insure the property that's another massive thing um fire all those yeah absolutely without a doubt so just make sure that you're doing your due diligence on these areas That it's not going to be a knee jerk reaction um we actually do Deal with a lot of agents right around the country, particularly regional New South Wales. Ask us, we're very happy to put you in touch um, with some of these agents. I helped a client, Mark, buy um, just out of Byron Bay. Um, The name slipped my head, it slipped my mind at the moment, but it'll come back to me. Um, I helped her buy in an area that was really foreign. Um, to myself and also to herself. I put something out onto my Facebook. Within five minutes, we had an agent um, that was able to to assist. So, you know, please do reach out to us if you are looking at buying something um, as a holiday house or an investment.
0: And we're not looking for a drink or a thoroughfare in LA. Like, no. Like, we're just happy to Not at all. Out. Yeah, we, don't, we don't get a report yet. We are doing that. it all the time. We, are doing it all the time. Yeah. we got the contacts.
1: Yeah. Um, What's Stuart looking for? You're looking for a three bedroom? In the chrome area with a double garage for not more than eight to $900 a week, can you help? Yes, we can. Um, we actually do run a very, very large property management portfolio. We manage over 1,500 properties, it. So um, easiest way is just jump onto our website. Um, but if you want to just private message us through with your details, we'll get someone from our rentals department to get in touch That's with right.
0: you. David says not everyone has the luxury to choose the lifestyle they want.
1: True. This is true, David. You're right. Look, and, you know, we are um, one of those people, right? We, we run a big business and it's not that easy for us. We were having this conversation actually, I think you should say that, the other day with a friend of ours who said, you know what, when everything reopens, we're going to live in London. And I said, really? You're going to go just like that, move overseas, pick up the kids, move your business? He's in the um, uh, finance market, so it's a little bit easier for him. Yep. He deals with um, with the UK and the US. You know, David, we're in a very similar situation. We run a business. You know, if Mark and I said tomorrow, you know what, we're going to go live in Armadale, it's pretty much impossible for us to do that. So, um, you know, it it is hard. And I think. Um, uh, you can go live in
0: Almadale.
1: No, I don't want to live in Armadale. I don't mind Armadale, but I don't want to go live in Armadale.
0: Do you? Yeah, I don't know, but look, that's a good point. It's a good point. Look, you know what? It's it's uh, David. That that's a big balance question. That's a big balance one. It's yeah, hard. but but we are real estate agents. We are here talking about buying a property out of Sydney. because <clears throat> um, well, for instance, as an example, we are in the northern beaches of Sydney. Yeah, we are hearing it thick and fast that the clients are going. Tung, 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 tung. They're physically moving their families or they're buying something, they're staying there and buying some of their money. And they come and ask, what do you reckon? So we did this segment on our experience and what we reckon. And I think uh, in summary, to sign off, um, and to talk about that, yeah, how would you summarise that?
1: Look, I think, you know, again, I I come back to what I was talking about right at the beginning of the show. Um, You know, investment, I think we can define that in different ways. If we're talking about financial investment, Really do your homework. Really do your homework. Um, because the last thing you want to do is go and buy a little hobby farm, um, in Scone in New South Wales for, I don't know, let's call it one and a half million dollars. I need to find out that it's a flood prone area. Um, or it's just really over your head and it, you know, you didn't do your research. So make sure you do your research. But number two, you know, is it a, mental investment is that why people are moving out of the city and if that's the case like my god go for it you know like
0: but yeah do you know the best advice i can give yes what are the on costs and you just made me think about it yeah what are the on costs if you are going to be buying something as an investment only to make money only Where are you going to make... What's been proven over a long period, not just through COVID, last three months, last year, the last 30, 40, 50 years, what's done very well with rentals have always been higher. Mm -hmm. Rental returns have always been higher in other parts of Australia, regional Sydney, uh, Queensland regional. Queensland rents have been higher but the capital growth has not been there. How much the value the value yeah. has not gone up. Let me give you a quick number. Sydney cap yield will be five percent. So the rent, how much comes in per year over the price of what it's worth five percent return or five percent. But the capital growth has been eleven or ten or eleven percent. So about fifteen percent a year. Whereas when you when you went to parts of Queensland, the return was like seven or eight percent yeah but get capital growth over a 10-year period for a lot of my clients, long-term, zero. So they went, this is great. I'm getting all of this rent. 10 years later, it was worth the same as what they bought it for. That's number one. If you are buying only mm-hmm. to make money, stick to Sydney. My opinion. Well, my- yeah, it's an opinion. It is an opinion. Right? Yeah. Now, number two is if you are buying to feed your soul and enrich your soul. Be really careful of this thing, and I mean real careful. After you've purchased what you've purchased, what's it going to be worth in ten years? You're not going to be getting a rent on on it all the time if you're mm. if you're going to be living in it part of the time. What's the thing going to cost you in every year? Are you buying tractors? Are you having to install the property? You know, are you buying? Are, yeah, you, you, get, are you going? to the hardware every time you go to visit the place? Well, hang
1: on, you got to furnish it. You've got, it. Someone's got to, someone's got to mow those lawns on that farm because Radio. you don't want to be You don't want to be leaving it for, it's you like know, eight weeks or if you're only going up there on school holidays and things like that, someone's got to look after it. So it's, does it need a caretaker? Does good. it need cows? Yep. What does it need? Do nope. the kids want horses to ride?
0: It's right. like a boat, with a I boat. I think
1: it's a never-ending. I, I personally, I personally think, it's a never-ending money pit. That's what I. That's what I personally. And it think.
0: is so. Be make sure your you, you your soul is yeah. really really hungry to uh, really empty to be filled. If that's what you want, acreage and stuff like that, and a holiday home, because these these things yeah. are gonna are gonna suck you. They're like a boat. So the boat's great. Yeah. The best days when you so the best days when you buy it, and the best days when you sell it. Yeah. So. <laughs> With boats,
1: The best boats always
0: someone else's. Someone
1: else's. <laughs> someone else's.
0: Because with the boats, shit, I didn't realise how much it was going to cost to run. Yeah. And shit, I didn't realise how much how much in value it eroded. And these holiday places yeah. can be the same. I may be wrong, but I'm talking very broadly. Um, if you're going to stick with investment, stick with what's under your nose and what yeah. you know. And if you're going to st- if you're going to buy a holiday well, property, safe. be careful. It's
1: safe. You know, we're talking about a lot of money now. I think. You know, with a lot of oh, these yeah. um, regional properties, they used to be cheap. so no, They
0: used to be cheap,
1: ma. It's... You yeah. know, you could sort of throw three or $400,000 at it and you'd be able to buy yourself a little hobby farm or a cute little house,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, on an acre. These days, they're a fortune. They've gone through the roof. Yeah. So, we're not talking about small amounts of money anymore. Not only that, we haven't even talked about financing the thing. You know, to get rural finance on a lot of these properties, my God, it's yeah. hard enough it be. on an investment property in D wide, let alone in a rural property. Well that's so right, really it that
0: you could be it could be costing you another one or two percent in interest. Yeah it could be costing you an extra yeah. 10 or 20% in your deposit so instead of only needing a 20% deposit you could need a 30 40 50% deposit Correct. if it's like that
1: it's very I different guys Finance are
0: working towards a hobby farm to enjoy while waiting for a subdivision opportunity is this a good you idea maybe waiting a long time that subdivision opportunity that's yeah. like waiting for the rain low maintenance uh hobby farm with potential subdivision good idea i just think that whole potential subdivision thing i don't like the word potential I think it's it's in God's hands a little bit with councils and stuff. Sure things sure thing.
1: things are always better. Yeah, just be careful. Absolutely, make sure you're doing your due diligence, guys. I think that's really really important. Um, make sure that you're speaking with a broker. Make sure that you're getting really good legal advice um, because often when things are in unfamiliar territory, right? This is where we go. I don't know how I got myself into that. And I don't know how I didn't think about it. My last parting words are: My dad always told me. Stick to your knitting. And I reckon that is the best advice ever. Stick to your knitting. Stick to what you know. Um, that's, you know, I'm I'm always order. Mark's a little bit more chaos, but I'm always the order one. And that's, you know, I, I've always stuck by that motto.
0: Gideon. That's
1: it. See you guys. Hopefully, hopefully that's helped everyone. helped everyone. Yeah, yeah, I
0: hope so. It's a chat that's been uh, around the coffee table, around the dinner table, yeah, around the restaurant table a lot. And we're two pros in the business, sum- summarising all of these conversations and experience, put together for you tonight live. That's it. That's
1: so, about. Um, Love you. Yeah.